Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's time once again for Closing the Wealth Gap. The one show, maybe the only show that shows you how to close the wealth gap in your own life with the man who's done it for many, our wealth coach himself, Tyrone French. Hey, Tyrone. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Closing the Wealth Gap. I'm your host, Tyrone French. And, you know, today we're going to have a really good show for you. But before I get into the topic of the show, just let me say uh, thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate you um, listening to this content. What I'd like for you to do, if you have any questions, you can always email me at coach at tyronefrench.com. That's coach at tyronefrench.com. Or go to my website and check out tyronefrench.coach. Uh, there's a lot of information on there, a lot of free information, a lot of articles, a lot of car- uh, calculators, and we have a financial wellness system. Uh, again, absolutely free, world-class financial plan. Uh, check it out. And I'm going to bring in the, the star of the show, the man of the hour. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Mr. Paul Roberts. <laughs> How are you? Are you hey, I'm off camera today. Normally, because you were at your office, but I've convinced you to come down and do it here. Yes. And I'm in another part of the studio, so it's hard for me to be on camera at the same time. So I'll be, hey. the, voice of, I'll be the voice of the audience just, uh, just talking in here. Well, you know, I love this, I love this facility. I mean, I, 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 do driving, I, mean I, I live in Long Beach, but I drive down to Irvine, California. We're on the campus of Irvine, California. Uh, it's it's a nice drive. It's a beautiful venue. And, you know, I'm going to do this more often. Just come I, in. And I think you should. I don't know why it's blinking. The screen's been blinking behind you here. But we'll we'll deal with We'll consider that a blinking, a warning sign. Okay. Warning. There's information <laughs> ahead here. Are you going to put on your... overload. You're going to put on... Yeah, I think it is. Are you going to put on your... Uh, what do we call it? I, I call it your Nostradamus cap. Your your prognosticator. You look into the future here. Your uh, your take on where we're headed. Is that where we're headed today? A lot of people are telling me, you know, I'm batting a thousand when we come to these predictions. <laughs> but I, again, I just read the tea leaves, Paul. And I, I'm a student of history. And you know, like I said, you know, history. You know, they say history doesn't rhyme, but it repeats. Yeah. And I just see, just like um, back in the the late '80s, early '90s, and you had the you know the advent where people started really started getting into the internet and uh, having you know websites and all these dot com companies were popping up. Well, we're in the same cycle right now when it comes to artificial intelligence or AI. It, it feels like it. it feels like everybody's rushing. Suddenly, my inbox is filled with. Everybody's got some pitch about AI these days. AI's going to the Screen Actors Guild as we speak, and the writers. And the Guild, writers for the first time in whatever 40, 50 years have both gone on a strike. And one of the things they're worried about is artificial intelligence replacing screenwriters and maybe even doing dialogue or others. They're not sure what the robots are going to do, but are they going to get rid of acting jobs and writing jobs? Well, they should be worried. They, they should be worried, and and and, <laughs> and here's why. Uh, even I got an email this morning, or actually a couple of days ago, um, from uh, Apple as far as iPhone, right? And saying they had, you know, now you have uh, Chat uh, GPT yeah. on, on on iPhone, and so I started messing with it. You know, I, I put it on my phone, and it was like, well, is uh, is, artific- is is artificial intelligence uh, is it real? Mm-hmm. And it answered the question, you know, and it shocked me, you know, and it basically what it was saying is like, not right now. 
<laughs> it's it's a thing right now, but you know, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. And I, I was, you know, it, it kind of floored me because again, it couldn't. It could. It was like it, it had a, a sense of humor. It's like you know, I can't really say that I'm real. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But they got these um uh, these supercomputers coming out now. Uh, what do you call them? Quantum computers. quantum computers. Yeah, because the, the uh, what little I understand about quantum computing is that it can do more than one thing at a time so it can do maybe two things at a time and that's been a big breakthrough of computers like anything not, not just two things at a time multiple things at a time yeah right so a, a computer is it as fast as it can go it still only does one calculation it calculates this zero and, and then one this, zero and one that's all it does so it's, it's a real fast sequence of of one at a time but if you can do two things at a time if you can think of three things or a million things at a time Wow, the multiplication that that has. It's, 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 it's kind of like a leap between uh, DC and AC current. Mm, there you go. DC was limited. AC was universal. Uh, same thing with computers. When I look at computing power, it's, it's the difference between uh, uh, ones and zeros or uh, with, it, let's say, electronics. Right. You have a, uh, a series uh, circuit and you have a parallel circuit. Mm. So... Quantum computers are going to be like that parallel circuit where it just multiplies itself. Yeah. And so now you link that with artificial intelligence and you link it with these robots. Uh, give you an example. Uh, I was watching uh, LinkedIn this morning and it's one of these influencers that happened to pop in the Panera Bread and made a video saying, hey, look, you know, uh, the people are gone. And so now you line up, and there's a station where you punch in your order, and there's minimum people in the background that's filling those orders. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. There was a burger shop somewhere in Orange County. I don't know if it survived the pandemic, but it was the. they were trying to get us to do a story on it, and it had robot burger flippers, or whatever you call it, the yes. people, the cooks. Uh, and so it was a little machine, and it flipped the burgers over and did it. There was no fry cook in the back. Without it. the attitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Without without getting sick, without you know calling in sick, yeah. without you know family emergencies and things like that. Um, and I go back to that movie on Top Gun. For me, this is the philosophy of the show. When the admiral, two-star admiral, was telling you know Tom, you know uh, Maverick, right. um, the end is the end is near. Yeah. You know, for, for old breed for, like you guys. For you here. pilots, yeah, we we have drones now. We don't have to feed them. We don't have to worry about them getting enough sleep. You know, we yeah. don't have to worry about them drinking before they fly. Yeah. So he was like, Maverick, the end is near. You know, you're you're a dinosaur. Yeah. And Maverick looked at him. He said, Yeah, maybe so, but not today. Not today. So yeah. that's the hope. Not AI is coming, and it's going to take over many industries. But not today. This yeah. is the opportunity where you need to prepare yourself to make sure that you don't become obsolete. Will it give everybody unlimited information power? Because now these robots will go and scrape the Internet for you and find all the data that you couldn't find. And does it replace financial planners? But does that, it replace uh, uh, all sorts of advisors? Because now the robot will go tell you, write a report for right. you. And right now it, it, has, it has access to data. But it doesn't have access to the internet, mm. and when it becomes for me, when it when it gets access to the internet, that's when it becomes autonomous, and that's when it becomes self-governing, um, and that's when you get to the point where it could really take a life of its own, 
And it may do, based on its computing power, it may say, you know what, human beings are are, are the problem. Uh, That's it. Well, that's, you know, you're laughing, but Elon Musk has said stuff like that. Like, maybe if this is really not a good thing, we're we're creating our own demise. We're going to build the machines like all these horror movies that will take over the world here. So to to touch on what you mentioned about, you know, will it take over financial planning or or, or coaching? I can't see where it's going to take over, take it over completely. But I can I can see where it will. You'll get to the point where you don't have to worry about the, uh, the a sales process. You don't have to worry about uh, a sales cycle or the financial planning cycle. All of that's going to be done. But people are still going to need that interaction as far as that human touch. And somebody's got to make sense of the data. Somebody still has to analyze. Somebody still has to predict. Or somebody has to make it make sense to you. Yeah. That's the connection. Connect the dots. You can yes. write a report for me, and I say, okay, great. I got all the details now, but I still don't know what to do. Is it, is it going this way or is it going this way? You gave me the indicators. You gave me the trends. You gave me the data. But I still need somebody to interpret the tea leaves. You know, even you when I, even driving into the studio today, and I'm using my navigation, and when I'm getting, I'm on bias and I'm getting ready to turn out to California and my uh, GPS is telling me to make a legal U-turn, hmm. make a legal U-turn, turn around, turn around. I knew exactly where I was going. I knew where the building was, right. but my navigation was telling me to make a U-turn. A so guess confused. what I did? Right. I disconnected it because I knew where I was going. Yeah. Right. Imagine you're depending on this system and you don't have a clue where you're going. Imagine you don't have a steering wheel. Maybe the, the, the machine's just fully autonomous. There are ones driving around campus. I saw one the other day. I don't know who which department here is experimenting, but you see them. Right. And they pull up and they have the, the giant globe on the top of the thing, which is the autonomous. Yeah, they're doing the mapping. Right. Yeah. And you can see and you look in, there's nobody driving and it pulls up next to you. And, and but my point is that these things are not flawless. No, they're not. So, again, if you don't have the information and you're depending on this system to do 100 percent of the calculating or the work for you and all of a sudden it miscalculates something, you may find yourself in a situation where you didn't think you were going to be financially. Because, again, you, you put all of your financial resources into the hand of this AI and all of a sudden one day it just crashes and, and you're out of luck and you're not going to have. I mean, we live in a uh, we live in a new economy. I call it, it's a gigged economy. If you don't think so, just Google what the new gigged economy is. And in this economy, you're on your own. That's the number one rule. You have to figure it out for yourself. It really is it, isn't it? You're really on your own. It's up to you. I I was talking about this the other day. You know, the number of things I've had to take on and figure out how to do, how to connect things, how how to fix things, how to run things, how to do things. In the old days, somebody did it for me but now in the gig economy you know i got to learn i got to be my own plumber i got to be my own electrician i got to be my own financial planner i got to be my own doctor in many cases because i only get a couple minutes with the doctor that's what we're talking about it and so i've got to take control of all these things and i don't know that i'm prepared to take control of all these i don't know that i understand all these things well enough to make decisions about them well here's the philosophy in the 21st century (laughs) Adapt or die. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. You, you're gonna you're gonna Thanks. sink or you're gonna swim. Thanks. Or or you're gonna use what's called organized effort, which is the the definition of power, 
where you're going to use a lot of synergy and you're going to start adding having other people or other systems to do the things that you just can't do your team you're your gonna team put, you're going to be able to leverage people and and uh, and ad hoc teams or maybe permanent teams teams you put together on the fly to help do something or help teams that you have in place all the time to help advise you i, I think they're always going to need advice i don't think the machines i can't imagine our life are going to get smart enough to predict maybe not predict is right that they're going to mathematically guess analyze analyze but but somebody's still got to look at it and put and connect the dots and say you know this is happening over here and this is happening over here what what am i missing well the connection this is where the opportunity is this is where the problem's going to be because this is happening in one part of the world this is happening in another part of the world this is happening in one part of the economy somebody's still got to tie it all together but this is what i see just based on reading the tea leaves and 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 seeing the pebbles and the step-by-step progressions. Uh, a few years ago, they, they introduced the um, Affordable Care Act. Yeah. Uh, and companies loved it because now, okay, we don't have to offer health care. You can just go to this uh, exchange exchange, right. and get health care that's based on afford- affordability based on your income. Yeah. And we don't have to pay you as much now. Because now the jobs, you know, the jobs are going to be limited. They're going to be scarce. And so more people are going to be competing for those jobs. Right. So they don't have to pay you as much. And then not only did COVID eliminate a lot of jobs and uh, force people out of the workplace, and a lot of people started working from home and they thought, like when we talked about this, yeah, they thought that, hey, look, this is a new utopia. I can stay home and, <sighs> and my, you know, I, in my in underwear. My and I don't, have, my to, under- yeah, I don't right. have to yeah, commute or any of that stuff. But then reality set in as far as, hey, well, I'm spending more time at home. You know, I'm spending more time with the kids. I got uh, other issues and stuff. And the the workers, I mean, the other companies, they couldn't really monitor the activity. And I was I was saying this a couple of years ago. You know, they're going to start forcing people to come back to work. Yeah. They're going to start forcing it. And if you don't want to play by those set of rules, um, they're just going to let you go. Because they don't need you now. Yeah. Why? Because they don't have to. As far as the health care, as far as the retirement benefits, all those things, uh, it's a it's a scratch. Yeah. So you're going to see more independent contractors coming up in the next few years than any other time in the history of the United States. Somebody told me this. Maybe it was you. Said you've got to start thinking of yourself, even if you work for the man, for somebody, for a company. You've got to think of yourself as an independent contractor because you're always on the lookout for the next opportunity. You're always trying to advocate yourself within the organization. You can't just sit back and and let, like my father tried to do, the corporation you know take care of him from cradle to grave. If he put in the effort, the the promise was they take care of him until it came time to pay off, and they instead went bankrupt and let people off and closed benefits yeah. and reduce things that they had promised him and all this stuff he was very bitter about it at the end that, that bygone era that is just that that doesn't that time doesn't exist anymore so you hear people talk about multiple streams of income yeah uh, in the future what you're going to need is multiple um, income producing assets yeah you keep talking about because you can only physically do so many jobs you can work two or three jobs if you're going to kill yourself but it's still just time for money. You're still trading time for money. You're gonna need. You're gonna have to have a system or systems in place that's generating income for you, because again, you, there's not gonna be enough hours in the day because you, you're not gonna be able to make enough money. And 
uh, even with your tax liabilities, a lot of people they people talk about they want to create wealth or they want to you know as far as um, uh, get on top of their finances and they start looking at their expenses. Right. And they start trying to cut their expenses. Right. But your number one expense are taxes. Mm. That a lot of people don't factor in because they don't under, they don't they don't understand finance and how it works, and and just like if you're you're working on X Y Z job so so many hours, the first thing that they take out of your check is income tax. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna say and that's that's the, and that's that's not debatable. That they're gonna take that regardless. I'm gonna tell you something shocking. I probably don't really know what my total income tax is when you add in state, local, federal, etc. Cetera, et cetera. If you ask me how much I made, I give you a pretty good number. I'm pretty. I'm, I know most of us know how much we can figure out how much we made in a year, or we're going to make in a year. How much they're going to take out? I don't no know. No one thinks about that, Paul. No one thinks about that. No one that. thinks about it. And, and it's kind of murky, and it's kind of mysterious, and you know, there isn't enough. I always wondered if we ever went to flat taxes. Honestly, this idea, if we went to the idea, and it wasn't just a Republican idea. The late, uh, the great uh, governor. Well, he's not late great, but he's no longer in politics. Jerry Brown, he was an advocate yeah. of flat taxes. And the idea was that everybody would know it's like a sales tax. I know what it is. I know what the sales tax is. It's seven and a quarter or what is seven and three quarters or something here in Orange County. Uh, we have an idea what your sales tax is. I don't really have an idea what my tax bracket is because it varies and depending on the It's a sliding scale. That's right. Sliding scale. So I can't tell you. I get kind of an idea, but... And he was like, if we just knew they're going to take 17% out of your paycheck, then you'd factor that in. You'd know that 17% is gone all the time. And here's what I can do to offset that. Let me put it to you like this. The federal government doesn't need your money. What? They'll, they'll take your money. Yeah, give it back. They'll take your money, but they don't need your money. And so when they take your money, when they take the, as far as the, you're working, your, your wage, it's an um, uh, uh, earned income. Right. Um, and they take that money out of your paycheck, and then you get a refund at the end of the year. Basically, you're giving the government an interest-free loan. I know. I, I have so many and people. They I know are not to do right, that. and so you get that refund. You're not getting the same amount of money that you gave them. You're not getting it back. So, what is that? What in my book? That's a penalty. <laughs> And yet everybody's so excited. How much are you getting back your refund? Oh, boy, I scored. I'm getting back a big refund. I was like, no, you did. You just gave them too much, and they played with it and, and used it and then gave it back to you with no interest. So what if you did the math? You understood what the sliding scale was based on income brackets and your tax liabilities, and you worked your W-2 to whereas you were just giving the government a minimum. And at the end of the year, let's say you owed them $100, $200, right. $300, $400. But during the year, you were able to take that money that you would have been given to somebody else and start your own business. Yeah. And beca- again, become an independent contractor. And now a lot of the things that you're using right now uh, that you can't deduct will become deductible. And it's, it's, right. not, it's not the fact. See, you can't, you can't stop the game. The game is. It's going to happen. <laughs> but what you can do is become aware that it exists. And then you can position yourself to where you can begin to win this game. You can play better. You can play better. And so now when the coach, you know, he's going down, he's looking at the floor of the game. And it's like, okay, well, I know my personnel, and now we're being killed on the board, so I'm not going to send in a guard. Hmm. I'm going to bring in a a big man, a center, or or at least a power forward that can handle that situation. We play the game, and we're just, we're we're spectators. (laughs) You know, we're we're spectators, spectators, we're watching it. We're, We're spending our money. 
to go and get be entertained and then we leave the event and we have some kind of way whether our team won or whatever usa us you know we, we, we feel very patriotic but then when we look at our personal economies and we're losing yeah we're losing no, that's you, you preach this teach this all the time here i don't know what it takes for most of us to wake up and realize that this here what so here's the point though there's the point that i want to make yeah just like with the ACA, and that was introduced, and a lot of people kind of balked about it. But then, when the Republicans said, and again, Ford, I, I'm not talking about Affordable Care Act for those that are saying what's the ACA. Yeah. I'm not talking whether a Democrat, whether a Republican. I'm not taking a, poli- a political uh, position here. What I'm saying is that when it first came out, just like with Social Security and FDR, right, people balked against it. Oh, huge. But try to take Social Security away from people today. Yeah, you could be a MAGA. You could be a rabbit maggot. And nobody's talking, even on the Republican side, they've given up the idea that they're going to replace it. They never had a re- thing they were going to replace it with. They never had anything to replace the Affordable Care Act with. That was that, that was just a mantra that they would, that was, they yeah, needed we'll to get, get rid of it, then we'll figure out something better. That was the promise of everybody here. And it's still here. Yeah. So, the next step is a universal, a universal income. I was going to wonder if you're going to go there. That, that's been it's floated around by a couple of fringe politicians, some not so fringe politicians, and this idea that maybe you get a at a base. There's a base income that everybody's assured to get. That's enough to survive. That's a pretty radical idea. That's not just welfare. That's a social that's security. Social security was radical. Yeah. The, the Affordable Care Act was radical. Medicare was radical. Medicare was radical. Medicaid, radical. Right. But the problem, I'm not going to say the problem. The issue is once you give somebody, once you give the American people a benefit and they begin to use that benefit and they get used to it, it is hard to take it back. Hard to take it back. Absolutely. So everything, there's a perfect storm and or the planet, every, all the planets are aligning. And we're, we're getting to the point where the advent of that universal income uh, is going to be a, rela- a reality for a lot of people. As a matter of fact, they're already looking at it. I mean, some states are already, yeah. some um, some um, cities are already cities implementing are, it. Yeah, some cities in California. Yeah. So what's my, what's my point? You can't live off of that. But why not take that benefit and educate yourself? And now you have capital. You got working capital to start your own business on the side. Yeah. And now you can turn it two, three, two, three, hundred, a hundred percent, two hundred, three, five hundred percent. For me, I have friends that are in, you know, they're they're heavily invested in the stock market. They love the stock market. I mean, this has been the biggest boom in the stock market. Yeah. For uh, ten years or something. Yes. And, and and again, I don't have a problem with that, but the average stock market return is around fifteen percent. Mm-hmm. Over a ten-year period, and, it, and, and analysts will tell you that, and they can't—they can tell you what it did in the past, but they cannot predict future returns. No, they can't do that. They'll go to jail. Well, and it's, if, and and it's all backward-looking anyway. Their guesswork is based on what it did before, so they're predicting based on this, it's probably going to do this. So my point is, the number when you're going to invest is ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Take ten thousand dollars and put it into something that you think is safe. Or something that you think is you're going to get a, a marginal return off of my mattress, and then and then you leave it there. <laughs> my mattress. That's so based on your risk tolerance, you could say, well, you know, I'm gonna take my ten thousand dollars, I'm gonna put it in one company, or you can take a thousand dollars and put it into ten different companies. Right. And eight of them were dogs with fleas, but two of them made it. Yeah. 
that's the approach that that's right now people are getting with these AI companies that's popping up. And what they're saying is that if you invest X amount of dollars into this company, then the returns are going to be astronomical. But we we're old enough to understand the dot com era. Yeah. And the boom and bust cycle of the dot com. Yeah, everyone didn't hit. There were a lot of uh, what was it? Pet. Uh, what was the one with the had the puppet the pet Petco. Was it Petco? It wasn't Petco. They had the pup. Something about pet food. And I, I know. I, I can remember the puppet. I I, I can see the commercial, but I can't was, remember the it name. It was of highly it. touted. It had it was big, huge, you know, valuation, and the whole thing just went bust. It was something about internet delivery of pet food. Or so my point supplies. is, if you truly understand your own personal economy, why would you take a thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars and put it in somebody else's company? When you can start your own business, uh-huh. instead of getting a 15% annual return, you can get 100%, 200, 300, 400, 1,000% return. Plus the and, tax rate. And rentals. not annually, not annually, but monthly. And like you said, plus the tax write offs. Yeah. When you understand, the problem is people don't know how to do it. And that's what this show is about. That's, that's the purpose of this show, to, to provide coaching to assist you to get from point A the point B, the point C, the point D. But, men, but keep in mind, it's a blueprint. We already know what the house is going to look like. Yeah. We've already established everything. The plan is already there. We put it in your hand. What we're going to do now is walk you through the process so that you can get from point A to point B. What's the hesitation? Is it just knowledge, don't know how to do it, or is it the it's fear? fear? It's fear. Yeah. It's, I mean, we can... We can we can analyze and, and theorize and prophesize seven days a week. <laughs> but it always it's, it's going to go back to two things. Um, fear. And the, the, the reason... <sighs> fear and desire are the two emotions that really drive human decision making. Yeah. And so, again, you can have a desire to do whatever you want to do. Look at your book. There was some quote in your book. I just saw it And be whatever you want to be. But when the reality sets in, you could talk yourself into and out of a perfect idea. And maybe a year from now or two years from now or three years from now, you'll say you'll see it on television or you'll see it in, in, in action. And you'll say, wow, I had that same idea. But the only difference between you and the other person is one person took action. Habits are fixed ideas that we nurture on a daily basis. Absolutely. And purpose and faith attracts fear, fear and, and doubt, doubt repels. Repels. Yeah. So says Closing the Wealth Gap by Tyrone Frencher. Well, I, you're, you're one step ahead of us again here. AI is suddenly, you come in today and you say, I'm going to talk about AI. I said, that's ironic because all of a sudden, AI is everywhere. Everybody's talking about AI. And I'm seeing things in my email box, how to profit from AI, how to adapt to AI. The workers uh, in the film industry have walked out f- fearing about AI. Let's get this out on the table right now. What, what are you going to use robots for and what are you not going to use them for? And uh, all I hear is a lot of fear about robots replacing That's us. right, fear. The fear. fear. The fear. So there's a fear factor that people have to deal with because wealth or even financial security is not something that happens from the outside in. It doesn't matter what's going on in the economy. Mm. It, it's everything based on what's going on from the inside out. And that's, again, that's what this show is trying to teach people as far as, you know, to be able to have a coach 
and to somebody, to, you know, somebody to help you get from to start the process and to be with you every step of the way of the process. And then once you begin to see uh, the improvement and the changes, I'll give an example, like somebody going to the gym and they first go in there. First of all, they don't want to go into the gym because everybody in the gym looks great. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Isn't that the truth? You haven't worked out in, in, in 10 yeah, years. Isn't that the truth? Right. So you you have to convince yourself. You got to motivate yourself just to get into the gym. And then once you get there, a good coach is going to say, don't focus on anybody else in here. I don't want you looking at her. I don't want you looking at him. You know, focus on, we're going to focus on your goals. We're going to put a plan in place for you. Yeah. And then once you begin to work that plan, you're going to have some pain. You're going to have some, some days where you're going to, you know, some stiff muscles and stuff like that. But you need to keep going. That's because you need to be consistent. Now, see, you you have the communication to yourself saying that, okay, or your personal dialogue, okay, I'm going to do this. Then all of a sudden you made the commitment to say, okay, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to uh, sign up for this program and I'm going to have a coach to help me along the way. That's step two. But then step three is the consistency. Yeah, got to stick with it. You got to stick with it because if you stick with it long enough, that's where the habit kicks in. Yeah. As far as the behavior. Right. And so people want to have something without being something. And so we look at that word behavior, behavior, be have. In order to have something, you must be something. <laughs> Wow. And so the Oh man, you're really blowing my mind now here. You're gonna t- dissect all these words. Well here. you just you have to be that person that you want to project. You mean these words really mean something. Even before you get there. There's there's hidden meaning in these words. When we say be behave, be have, there's there's a message in there that most of us are missing. People look at the word activity and they want to get into action. Right. And they focus on action, 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 action. But the more you focus on getting into action the least likely you are going to be as far as getting into action. Hmm. What you have to look is your behavior. How do I want to behave today? Not how do I want to act, but how do I want to behave? And yeah, it's a play on words, but one has more power. One, one, another, one behavior, if you focus on behavior, psychologists will tell you based on even somebody being uh, having a cue and having it being triggered and then focus on a behavior to get the result. They're not talking about action and activity. They're talking about behavior. Wow. All right. I, I can only take so much of this in one setting here. I can only, uh, 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 my mind can only so, wrap myself around so, so much of the, the screen keeps blinking behind you saying, pay attention, pay attention. Oh, here. it's just let me know that we're on air. <laughs> exactly. So the behavior that I want you to get into is become a part of this system, become a part of this community, become a part of this family. Um, you know, you can reach me, just coach at TyroneFrench.com. Go to the website, which is TyroneFrench.coach. I made it as simple as possible. And then look at some of the things. That's based, look at your desire and say, okay, I made the, I, I, I'm communicating. I'm listening to this podcast and I'm digesting this information. And then what I'm doing is I'm going to make a commitment to getting this information now, taking it one step further, and I'm going to start, I'm going to change my behavior, mm-hmm. knowing that if I change my behavior, the result is going to change. I might have something. So here's the point. Looking at AI and knowing that AI is going to limit a lot of people's um, purchasing power in the future, 
replace jobs. Other replacing jobs, and that, I mean, just robust. Matter of fact, AI is going to be positioning itself with these robots to even replace your girlfriend, wives. <laughs> wow. All right. And, and, and again, people are already they're already in a position to. to I mean, if you, even if you look at like dating statistics, people are not dating the way they used to. They're not having kids the way they used to. Yeah, they're not in. Sure. They're not in those relationships that they used to have, and they're so. They're now they're on the computer. They're on the computers and they're playing video games and stuff like that. With AI, it's going to be so much easier to connect with an artificial intelligence than to deal with somebody human. Yeah. So my point is, you got to get to the point <clears throat> where looking at where society is going as far as being an independent contractor and starting your own business, and eventually AI will actually show you what some of the markets are going to, that you'll be able to tap into as an independent contractor. Once again, you're trying to say, take a lemon and turn it into lemonade. You're trying to see something that we think is sour and scared of and embrace it and use it to win rather than lose. If you get to take fear out of the equation and start living by faith, because when, when, and when I say faith, I mean you have to see things before they even manifest. That's what faith is. Yeah. Calling things that are not as though they were. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So it comes from the inside out. So you need to be looking at this time as one of the best times of, of human history. And using AI, like I said, my definition of power is organized effort. You have to learn how to link with AI. Because it can organize your effort. It can organize your efforts. Yeah. That's right. And multiply your efforts you if know, you understand what you're doing. You know, the rich that you talk about or the big companies that we all wonder about, they're embracing this. They're not running from I it. I wonder why. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're all tapping into it. You know, Elon Musk, as much as he says, be wary of what we're creating, has got this neural link company that he's trying to develop where they're trying to actually plug in a computer into your brain wow wow i mean literally connect your brain like in the science fiction movies and stuff here neural link or whatever he again calls it. paul I, I already said it once i'll say it again adapt or die yeah all right how do we adapt how well, first thing to adapt is to uh, give you a call how do they reach you again well actually you know what and i want you guys to um i have an app i have a free app uh, I could be right, in, right inside of your phone 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You'll see my icon. You just tap on that, and you're connected to me. Wow. So the way to get there is just text Tyrone French at 36260. Again, text Tyrone French at 36260. Or if you want to just go, uh, go online, you're going to go to TyroneFrenchApp.com. And there it is. I downloaded it. You got information. You got podcasts. You got uh, mastermind info we got and a, and a way to connect with you instantly instantly wow so i embrace the technology you're the ai i've been looking for <laughs> you're not artificial though you're real but you're you're the you're the added intelligence but i i want to share the information i want to share this this power i want to share this connection i want to share this this happiness this joy that i have with other people you, you too, because you it, it's a you you can decide to be fearful and repel things. We walk around angry, most of us. We walk around frightened. Uh, and you walk around you walk around embracing all this and eager to see more of it. Paul, I don't have a care in the world right now. <laughs> because what I focus on, I'm in the present. Yeah. And I'm focused on what I'm doing right now. And I do what I love. If I don't, I do what I love. And that's, 
if I could just get people to just say, you know, if you if you've been doing something and it's not working, maybe you need to stop doing that thing. Yeah, right. You know, forget about ego. Forget about how much time and effort and all this stuff. You, if it's not working, some things are just not meant to work. You don't have the right recipe. You don't have the right formula. You don't have enough information or enough knowledge to make it work. It doesn't mean that it's not for you. It's just it, the, the result is telling you you're missing something. So I'm going to tell what everybody missing. We're not just missing artificial intelligence, a robot in our life. We're missing added intelligence. That's the AI I hear today. We need some added help, yes. added intelligence, uh, and a team because it's you can't can't make it through this world alone here. Well, I tell you what, if we if if we decide to take HI, which is to me for me is human intelligence, right? Which is like you said, added intelligence, and combine that with AI. That's an organized effort. That's a combination that is unbeatable. Until it decides that it doesn't need us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a day for another story. Right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Okay. All right. Take us out. Again, um, we love you as far as tuning in and listening to our podcast. We try to keep it light. We try to keep it friendly. We don't try to hit you with a whole lot of data and statistics and stuff. We want to get you to think about it. You know, to have that idea, to, to hear this word, and then believe that you can accomplish it yourself, and then just begin to repeat it. Repeat your own narrative. Change that dialogue. Become aware of what you're thinking about and how you're saying it. And then eventually, it, it's going to change your behavior to whereas now you're in persistency. You're going to persist until that thing that you want manifests. And then by the time you have that thing that you want, and then you're, you're in a period of rest, um, Th- to me, there's no better feeling. And then once you, just like a vacation, once you've been on a really good vacation where it's relaxing, you're eager to go back to work. Yeah. That's the cycle I want my listeners and my uh, friends your and tribe, family to get crew, into. Exactly. Your people. All right. Well, thanks. We're going we're gonna to leave it there and uh, come back for more because part of it is what, as you always say, what are you playing inside your head here? Are you playing those tapes your parents taught you, the world taught you, can't, won't, don't? Exactly. Or are you playing the positive messages, the, the abundant messages, the messages that you can, you will, and together you you will? Absolutely. And before we sign out, there's, there's four things that I program myself with every single day. I can, I will, I do, I have. I can't can't add to that. Leave it right there. All right. Thanks you for joining us for driving down joining us today here. Thanks, Paul. Let's play the outro. That's our show for this week. Closing the wealth gap. The one show, the only show that shows you how to take control of your financial future. Right here in North County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Dot net.